You a fan of bloodsuckers? You a fan of the D? Stay tuned. Welcome to Graveyard Talk. I'm Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And uh, here's another one of those fun episodes we were talking about recently doing uh, and keep doing. Um, anime. It's the topic. Um, so except breaking the mold. He's getting out of his box a little bit. I'm getting out of my box. Uh, just just a little bit. Trying to anyway. Um, but this one, the one we're going to discuss this evening is... One that actually kind of fits just kind of overall lately. Um, yeah, we've been on tear here lately about... Anime and vampires. Yeah, man. Whip a couple been, more to go. Yep. Yeah, we've been coming over to my house and, like, you know, putting on shit that they say I like or whatever. Like, I've been, you know, weeding out the bullshit anime, kind of um, getting just the horror type of shit out. That, and some of the funny ones. Yeah. And action-packed ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm 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 liking it so far, or whatever. But this this one in particular, I have seen before in the past. Okay, this is, a, this is what maybe got me. Like I I'm always been a, a cartoon fan, uh, and most anime fans think that's uh, like so derogatory to call them cartoons. But I don't give a fuck. Like it's all just you know it's they're, cartoons. They're cartoons. They are. Uh, but I, but yeah. I, I have that that term to me is endearing. Right. You know, it's not like as a, as a, a jab or anything, but like. I don't know. I've watched cartoons and like animated stuff, and been such a fan so long. Yeah, you know, and like, like all the kind of action cartoons of the day: GI Joe, He Man, yeah, Thundercats, uh, and then progressed when I was in like middle school and high school, um, when they had like Toonami and shit on Cartoon Network, and just like SWAT Cats and just all these other kind of action. The Tick, Ninja Turtles, like all these the Tick, of, yeah, you know. They were cartoons, and some of them were goofier than others, but it's like they were drawn more realistic. They weren't like Daffy Duck. They weren't, uh, you know, Bugs Bunny type of shit, Disney cartoons. They were more action, you know, whether it be scary or action or whatever, they were more just intense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when these, uh, when I found, like, what is that, like, anime, blew my lid off. I mean, you know, just, and this one we're talking about tonight is one of the very first I ever, it actually is the very first one I saw Right. Um, I would I would say it's not the first anime I saw because the first anime I saw was probably I know it was Akira might have been the first one I ever saw. See, I actually watched, I actually but this saw, was this was this was this was the second one though. I saw Vampire Hunter D before Akira. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, Vampire Hunter. Oh, D. Yeah, you mentioned name. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but Sci-Fi Channel, I think we talked about it before when it used to be good had a thing called Saturday Morning Anime. And they would show these old, like, badass, the first wave of, uh, you know, uh, anime that hit. They would cut them to hell, of course, because it was Saturday morning for kids. But they, so they cut out all the titties and some of the gore and shit, but, like, they were still so cool and so intense. Oh, yeah. Compared to your average, to, to Ninja Turtles and shit I was into at the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Less, less kitty, less kitty. Yeah, and just like more adult. Man, there's like blood and people like just getting ripped out and shit. It's like, whoa. And even watch the cut up version of D. I fell in love with it. I was like, man, this is like there's monsters and he's a vampire hunter and there's like wild shit going on. He's got kind of an interesting legacy. Oh, the whole thing about it, you yeah. know, and just um, I don't know, just really got me into like. And then I found the cure right after because I was like, oh shit, what is all this? Yeah. 
<clears throat> and they had a, an anime every Saturday morning. So the next two I saw were Akira and um, Demon City. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, these are the coolest things I've ever seen. And so just, I don't know. I've been an anime fan since then, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vampire Hunter D was one that I... It wasn't one I reached for to watch. I was introduced to it. Um, because at, at the point that I was introduced to Vampire Hunter D, the only thing that I really knew about anime, quotation marks, right. um, was like Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and shit like that. Yeah, because uh, Dragon Ball's old. Speed Racer. Yeah. You know, and shit like that. And it just never really appealed to me, you know, and I was just well, uh, And I... I I was staying at a buddy's house and, and everybody left and I didn't want to go anywhere. I just wanted to stay and get drunk at their house and their roommate was there and he was a big anime guy. Really weird dude. Um, and he was like, man, you really like horror movies, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you like anime? And I'm like, not really. Not really. And he's like, how open minded are you? I was like, well, okay. So I just sat there with this big old two liter that was half full of fucking vodka <laughs> and the other half of cherry Coke. And, um, uh, and just sit there and drink while watching Vampire Hunter D. And I, I remember liking it. And it just, I, I didn't really, it didn't, it didn't grab on to me. Yeah, man. Like, I, think, but I liked it. I liked it. That was cool. But it just, I was still, you know, I was still in that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If it's not real, like it's, all right, you know, right. all those shits for kids and all that. Cause then, and then, I, yeah. yeah, I think that helped me find them when I was young or like helped me just stay into it. You know, like, if I found anime now, as an adult, like, now being old, yeah, I still watch fucking anime all the time, cartoons. I mean, I watch fucking Gargoyles. I've got Demona tattooed on my arm. Fuck yeah. Like, I don't know, if, but finding a lot of them early really, like, set it in my brain. You know, even Vampire Hunter D, as cool as this movie is, if I found it now, I'd be like, man, that's awesome. But I wouldn't love it so much. Right, yeah. I wouldn't maybe love Akira like I do if I hadn't watched it when I was 12. That's the key to it. You know what I mean? And it's still a good, like, monumental movie. Uh, Vampire Hunter D is still an awesome movie. But, man, there's something about seeing it when you're young enough to really still be, like, awed by it. Or, like, I don't know, now being old, you're just jaded by everything. You've seen everything in the fucking world. And like, yeah, it doesn't shock you. You know, but yeah. when this, well, not when it came out, but when it hit well, you know, yeah. American Shores, just different, man. Just a, I don't know, just really inspiring like the stuff I want to draw when I was a kid you know and like seeing it on a screen it, it was legit like I could draw monsters and vampires and fucking these bloody scenes when I was a kid because my mom was like supportive as fuck like <laughs> right, yeah. I was, my mom was worried as fuck but yeah well I think my mom probably was too but like never never wanted to put me in you know uh, fucking therapy or nothing but like if I was drawing she'd buy me art supplies it didn't matter I was drawing you know, guts and zombies and shit. And she was like, oh, yes. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like she was supportive in that regard. Like, oh, yeah, never, my mom was too. She never yeah. liked what I drew necessarily, like never. the subject matter. Yeah. You know, but, because uh, my mom's just like sweet mom and doesn't watch horror movies. Or not, you know, it's like, and of course back then my, my skills weren't enough to like be gross or what, you know, but she, whatever. But was always super supportive of what I was doing. Yeah. And you know, so it's like, I was seeing this stuff and I'm like, I can draw like the shit I like yeah and maybe sell it or maybe get you know it's like it. as weird as it is some of these old cartoons kind of got me into like an art field I think I can dig that yeah you know, going to school for art and now doing photography and shit's a little different but like getting me into like 
drawing graphic shit, blood, monsters, you know, just these basically like a cowboy or a knight or something, but just like warriors and fighters and just, I don't know, just, you know, intense shit or, or kind of heavier stuff, but these old cartoons, man, just did it for me. I mean, I can totally, totally dig that because I mean, like even like when we talked about uh, Wicked City, like you know, like watching some of this will be a repeat. I know I'm going on about it, but like, oh, whatever. But I mean, like you know, uh, uh, you know, the, the, like Wicked City, incredibly intense. Not what you, I mean, but like like we talked about on that episode, like the 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 the, the creatures, the, <coughs> the storylines, yeah. all that stuff. And there there is some that was the thing too, man. Like when these came across the the water, they're different. Yeah, like Japanese horror and Japanese culture, of course, is way different. But like, their horror and their horror stories are just different, way different than American stuff. Even though I mean, there's a lot of similarities. There's still vampires, there's still you know these things, but they just—it's like they take American ideas and like run them through a Japanese filter and give it back to us, and it's way crazy. Yeah, you yeah. know, which in a good way, you know, in a very good way. Like D, I don't know, it's like is pretty weird you know necessarily but like vampire hunters are not not uh foreign to our idea of like i mean there's vampire hunters in all kinds of movies and oh all yeah shit. but the but the way they design the vampires and some of the creatures he fights and shit are way different than what americans especially at the time this came out in 85 80, 85 right yeah so i'm like there was not these weird creatures and shit you know, I mean, just nobody thought about it. We were used to our American monsters and the way things were done. It's like, I don't know. The, all these anime just brought weird creatures and weird ideas. And like, yeah, uh, mostly in good way. Like I said, hentai came with it, so that's a little strange. But only for me, I don't give a fuck if you're into it. Cool. Oh, but what's like, hentai you're asking? Look it up. Google it. Be prepared. Um, but that came with it. So it, you know, definitely the strangeness came with a bunch of these creatures and these ideas, but mostly in a good way. Oh, yeah. You know, and now we've Americanized it once again and just kind of like put our spin back on Japanese shit that was, you know. <coughs> but anyway, the yeah, the creatures and the like, the style. Yeah. You know, it was a big deal. Like in, in D, uh, we haven't even gave a story. That was, I was, we were let's, let's get this story out of the way before we start talking about the creatures. Yeah, now we're going to go ahead and throw out here that, that um, there is there is copies, there's a copy of, the, of Vampire Hunter D in my hand that is a VHS. And there's a lot written on the back. Um, my eyes are not, like my eyes aren't too bad, but that shit's fucking written in a small letter yeah, and it's in cursive. But like, basically it's way in the future. Um... Society has become kind of uh, desolate, and uh, <coughs> twelve thousand AD, twelve thousand ninety AD. Is that how you said that? No, no, twelve hundred. Oh no, you're right. The twelve thousand. Yeah, it is twelve thousand ninety. So right, it's uh, you know we're living in two thousand right now. So this is ten thousand years basically from where we're living right now. Um, so it's way, way in the future. Yeah. And, um... So there's still hope. You know, basically, uh, like these creatures of the night, vampires, werewolves, all this stuff, has kind of taken over. Yeah. Like, humanity is pushed into these, like, kind of, you know, fire-lit corners. They have their little, you know, like, fortified towns and, and things like that. But it's, uh... The world's been kind of turned back into, like, 
the old west or whatever people are really sparse the population has been you know decreased vastly and these kind of vampire uh, lords per se kind of take uh, like own chunks of the map I mean you know there's uh, old school like kingdom days and this king Magnus Lee this vampire um, wants this girl uh, for his uh, like well he doesn't have a hair man his wife and um, basically D is a bounty hunter for other to kill other vampires D himself is a half-breed vampire which in this in this um, this series they call Dunpeels yeah which is there's a spinoff uh, most call them uh, Dampeels or Dampires like it's it's D-H-A-M-P-I-R-E it's just like a I don't know where that comes from either but that's a couple different stories but it's just a half-breed vampire yeah and um, but he's a bounty hunter uh, that's you know to track other things down and he comes across this farm that needs his help basically yeah you know think of it like a the knight in shining armor the the cowboy coming into town to save the day type of shit it's uh you know kind of a real classic trope as far as that goes yeah that's what i was gonna say it, it, he's it's, the lone ranger coming in to, to help the town out type of shit you know yeah yeah it's it's definitely got a uh it, it's 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 got that old school feeling to it where you have like those classical those classic creatures yeah. and you yeah. know, the castles and the, you know, the yeah. Castlevania kind of feeling. Oh, yeah, it. if you, yeah, for sure, because yeah. that's a, you can totally tell that the that Castlevania got some inspiration from this movie. Um, oh, did I, I'd you be know. surprised if it didn't. Right, and, uh, <coughs> and the fact that, all right, so now you kind of get the idea of what the story is. Yeah. And when D uh, goes to the castle, Magnus Lee, he does, he knows it's a trap. Doesn't give a fuck because D is a badass. He don't care. He's going to go kill them all. Yeah. He's just going to kill them all if that's what it takes. That's He's just... so nonchalant about everything. Yeah. And we learn that late, a little bit later why. Yeah. But yeah. Um, one thing about D, and you never know why about this, uh, he's either mutated from the uh, the environment yeah. or he's mutated from birth or he's possessed or whatever the fuck. But for some reason, uh, his left hand... Uh, I think it's his left. His left hand has another being in it. It has a face and a mouth, and it talks, and it's its own sentient thing. It doesn't move on its own, it, but it can. Yeah. But he controls it to some degree, like when it's when it's in use. But when uh, it can, it just talks to him, and you never know why he has this. But it has its own. It bitches a, at him. It bitches at him when he's doing stupid shit because uh, it's telling him it's a trap. Yeah. He's like, you shouldn't go to the castle, D. Uh, it's a trap. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. So he's kind of like the the angel or devil on the corner. Yeah. Most of the time he's looking out for him. So yeah. It's, it's, he's the annoying angel on the corner. And saves his life. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, al he's always looking out for him. He's attached to D. Mm -hmm. If D fully dies, his hand will die. Yeah. So it's almost like a weird like symbiotic relationship, but you don't know why. Yeah. You never know why he has this. Um, <laughs> so... And it, it progresses in the other movie. He he yeah. still has it. It's part of him, but you never know why. Um, so going into it, uh, you know, he's learning it's a trap or whatever. He doesn't care. And he... Uh, he goes about this slaughtering these monsters very handily. Yeah. Like he goes to Magnus's castle and just basically does work. 
Yeah. I mean, just kills all kinds of these monsters and demons and just these, uh, you know, this is where the Castlevania part kind of comes in. Like, there's levels to Magnus's castle. Yeah. He literally comes in through the basement. And works his way up. <laughs> and works his way up. Yeah. Like an old school, like, you know. Video game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, right? Which they actually made a, a game of, but. Was not aware of Todd was. Which, yeah, when did they make this game? He's got it played up right now. Uh, the game came out in, well, in Japan. Yeah. Ninety nine, December 9th, 1999. In Japan in ninety nine? Yeah. Okay, so it was a ten year gap until the game came out to catch enough popularity to, uh, you know. But anyway, so he goes to the castle to slay Magnus and. Um, Oh, well, I forgot one character that's kind of cool. Right, so before he, he goes all like going home for the castle to save old, old girl, he runs into, um, what is this dude's name? He's a mutant, right? And he works for the Count. And um, his mutant ability, his name is Ragged. Roman? No. No, it's the mayor. He's the mutant that works with uh, Lamika. Lamika is the Count's daughter. And Lamika. Reginze? Yeah, Reginze. Reginze. Right, yeah. so Reginze is this mutant um, that his ability is to warp space time around him. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're. D fights him and stabs him right in the heart, like, right through the guts, basically. And he warps the sword, like instead of coming out the back of Regenzi, he warps it around to spear D. So D is pushing it into Regenzi, and as he's doing it, it's, it's going through. It's him. going through D. And uh, a, that, that is a pretty cool. Yeah. So he has no other powers except for he's like a good knife, like he has the you know he's a good uh, blazeman or whatever. But he can warp this space time around him if. If he's on point, like as, as long as you don't catch him off, or as long as he's not caught off guard, yeah, because he has to concentrate too good or whatever, you know. But or he would be invincible. But <clears throat> so there's a cool just mutant that works with the cow and just these strength going along with this strange character in like Castlevania type shit. One of the mini bosses is this fucker named Regenzi, um, which he also gets a weird uh, like artifact. They have this candle that if uh, the light or the incense from it will paralyze a vampire. Yeah. And so this is the first time that D actually gets put down. He gets paralyzed and knocked out and his hand wakes him up. So that's, that's yeah. showing oh, up. That's, you know, yeah, yeah. So that's when that's how you know that the hand is like autonomous when it needs to be and shit because D is paralyzed, knocked out, and his hand crawls over and starts eating dirt. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. It's like his spinach. Yeah. Just like he can intake basically anything. Yeah. Um, but we way off track. But anyway, that character, uh, Regenzi, just so you know, there's other... He's not a vampire. He's not a, anything other than just a, a mutant that works for the Count. Yeah. And Because uh, in this landscape, they do talk about them being mutants. and I mean, it's just a, a normal occurrence, you know. Uh, Which, I mean, like, you know, at that, that time period, too, also, I mean, like, I remember as a kid, like, when it came down to, like, you know, uh, old, you know, old Dracula comic books and shit like that and cartoons or whatever like 
Dracula or whatever vampires usually like have them surrounded by ghouls and like other little creatures Henchmen and, and just stuff. Like, but you don't see actually that much anymore in in, in that shit. But yeah. yeah, like there was always something around that wasn't just a werewolf. It yeah, wasn't just it was also a gremlin like thing running around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it might have been the, the mad scientist like experiments or whatever the fuck. But you right, know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. You the have mad just a, a pile of like these little things. That's why I like this movie because you don't get. It's not the final fight. As soon as, you know, it's not like I'm going to go to the count and kill him. Like he's got to dig through. Yeah. Fucking Regenzi and this all these mutants and shit. But so after this fight and any revives, then he goes uh, gung ho basically to the castle, up to the basement, kills tons of that shit, and uh, I mean just. There's a whole slew of just monsters and just, you know, ghosts and... They are weird as the levels go. Yeah. <laughs> like a video game. And so, he gets up to a pretty high level in the castle, right? And uh, to where he sees uh, Camp Lee. <coughs> and Lee destroys some of the footing. And he falls down and he gets trapped by the three sisters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because they're, like, the second boss. Yeah. If you can't, like, Regenzi as the first boss. Because he's not dead, but that's his first run-in. Yeah, right, yeah. And then there's all those, like, like bullshit. You always have the one that comes back. Right? <laughs> so you get Regenzi as the first boss. All those low-level, like, he kills a couple of those spirit, uh, these demons and shit get in, the ba- in that, that basement level. And it's a really cool animation in that basement scene. Because he's going through, and it's, like, drawn, like... You know, it's a it's a basement or castle, so there's it's like rock and, and all this shit, but there's just like worms and just shit falling out of the, the ceiling and just all kinds of goopy and weird shit and monsters coming out of the wall. Like he's just going through it like a side scroller, just killing shit. But so he kills all that dumb stuff, and then <laughs> well, I mean, it's just you don't yeah. you don't know the names of anything. There's just like uh, well, there's that little that witch. But she just controls those, like, spirit dogs. And yeah. And she just dies. You don't, you know, it's the Count's Witch. But, like, so Regenzi, I guess, and the Witch and all those um, crazy demons and worms and all that shit. And then up to, um, oh, I'm just talking about the many. Oh, the Three Sisters, yeah. So he sees the Count. Yeah. Right? And then the Count's like, bah, you're, you're bullshit, and basically destroys some of the castle. Which, right here, too, you find out one of these other powers that make no sense. I don't even know if you caught this, right? So when, uh, when the count, you know, when the floor jumps out or whatever, because I can't remember why, how that happens, but D falls, his cape, like some Doctor Strange type of shit, goes up and grips on to the ledge. His cape, oh goes, yeah, the okay. corner of his cape flies up and like anchors down to the, uh, to the. Yeah, you're talking about even that, and even right because yeah. he's starting to pull himself back up with the cape. Not his hand. Yeah. And then the count breaks another piece off and he falls and he keeps yeah. falling. Yeah. But so now you know he can control his cape like a like Doctor Strange or like Spider Man or some shit. He can just like spawn. Like spawn cape yeah. to, uh, to some degree. So that's a weird uh, power that just you, yeah, just, you, know, yeah. you don't even you know the power of the cloak. Right? Yeah. So then he falls to the basement and these three sisters, which are kinda like sirens. Uh you know, they all, they, there's three triplets. They all have this long, flowing kind of green skin. And it's like a lagoon, like a, a, a bog or whatever under the castle. And um, they turn into these fucking giant snakes and start, uh, 
wrap them up, get them all twirled up and shit, and start biting on them. And... Which, which, real quick, I gotta say, it also goes back to the old school um, uh, feeling of, of like you know, like the 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 things you know about vampires and like the main vampires and all that shit. And there's always there's a, in just about every movie that's like old school vampire film, the main vampire, Dracula, or whoever. Has those three women, Monster Squad? Like, I mean, they all. Yeah, exactly. Right, because three, just since the beginning of the number three, you know, there's all these trilogies. It means complete, and it means yep. like, uh, you know, so three is like a magic number. Uh, well, and, and, and witchcraft and paganism and shit, three is a big deal. Yeah, because it means Maiden Mother Crone and you know all these different things. But it's also a Pantera thing, but whatever. Well, I mean, so, well, that's it. Because three yeah. is just in the human brain is like important or like there's Makes something sense. about it for some reason. Yeah, and like I mean, you know, the three sisters or the weird sisters, like Shakespeare uses them. He calls oh them, the 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 witches or whatever. Well, yeah, because he calls yeah. them the weird sisters or the whatever in the in Macbeth. Yeah. Right. And there's three of them. And there's like all these kind of threes of these women yeah. that are just powerful or witchy or what. There's all these like, you know, stories of these three powerful women. Yeah. And uh, they use it here too. They're, you know, and and the imagery of snakes. Yeah. You cool know, because they, they go from like, you know, people, like they look like traditional like people to these really big snakes, but with the green hair. Like, you know. Yeah. But, you know, snakes always kind of represent well most of the time represent knowledge or like and then they you know as modern uh world kind of came around they represent kind of evil or sneaky or whatever but like uh no a lot of those types well right i mean you say you know snake in the grass now you know is a bad thing yeah but snakes in the like primal world and like biblical world and like old Grecian world and shit it's snakes mean knowledge and immortality and strength and all these like good traits yeah you know maybe maybe sneaky is still a trait because of the way they move a sneaky snake right but it doesn't mean bad <laughs> right but, you yeah. know so it's always like snakes are a very kind of just universal trope you know it's either gonna be like mystical or or you know, it's it's got something wrapped up with it, and these these sisters are, are the prime example too. But they, and then that's yeah, they get them all twirled up and start biting on him and shit, draining his blood and draining his <laughs> essence, and you know they they're like, oh, you're a strong one or whatever, <clears throat> because D is a hard ass, right? Yeah. And this is where you figure out, um, you know, well, there's actually there's one. Um, little hint before this of who yeah because yeah. he walks into the castle right and Magnus before he drops the floor in on yeah him, there's a big painting yeah right and you see the bottom half of this painting looks like he has a really like angular jaw yeah and they they say that it's uh, their ancestors blah 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 you don't even they don't even say that they don't point say who it is. is yeah right and so fast forward to falling on the floor blah 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 so when the, the sisters are biting on him and they're just not draining his juice. Yeah. Like, they're just like, all three of them are bit into him as these big snakes and just not fucking yeah. with it. Like, he's still just hanging on. And so, because he tries to fight this side of him. Yeah. But he totally blades out. 
when Blade's on the on the juice. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or without his juice, like so he totally bamps out. His teeth grow. His eyes start glowing and shit. And this is when Magnus also feels uh, like who he is or whatever that he is. Well, for one, that this painting painting is yeah. He looks over and notices it, and he goes, "Oh, wait." Like they kind of <laughs> right. has one of those moments, yeah. Yeah. So the painting, they, it's their ancestor, which is Dracula, like the primal, the Dracula we know, like the most powerful, like the Vampire original OG, yeah. You know, um, and D, is one of his half sons, right? Because he's still a half breed. Yeah. But he is Dracula's half breed, so, so D has like, so much power that it's like, he like. Magnus is not even really. Uh, when Magnus, you know, it's actually kind of a funny scene though. When he's like, like, uh, yeah, like, he, like, he realizes, like, he's like, oh god, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, because he realizes he fucked up. Because like, the, the sisters are biting on him, and then when D just kind of like decides to use his like vamped out power, yeah. he just cuts them down, just like <laughs> breaks out of the. Because uh, she, they've got them wrapped up in in their in their hair too. Yeah. Like his ropes, he just rips that shit out, and then he just cuts their heads off. Like nothing is like. I tried to warn you guys. Basically, and then that's when Magnus is like, "Oh my God!" Yeah. And, you know, because it does a, a close-up of Dee's face, and then the painting, and then the painting again, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. So, and then by the same token, right? All right, this is Dracula's half son, or, yeah. or uh, yeah, that's half. All right. So, this is twenty. What was it? Twelve thousand, right? Yeah. So. D when was uh when was Dracula like when was Vlad like eight uh, hundred or like no was later than that whenever Vlad was like twelve hundred A D or whatever fuck when sorry people out there I don't know it's late I don't know when Vlad uh, <laughs> Tepes was doing his shit I can't remember yeah. right now but anyway when like the Dark Age uh, you know before that when when Vlad was doing his shit because I'm taking that as Dracula right yeah I like, yeah. say that was Dracula. Because they don't specify the time frame. But the painting kind of looks like a Vlad Tepes. Yeah, you got the fucking internet, man. When does, uh, just put it in like Vlad's reign or something. Like, when was Vlad Tepes alive? Because this is going to bug the shit out of me. And I should know it, but it's too late. T.E.P. Yeah, Vlad the Painter. First reign was 1448. Okay, so like the 15th century, right? That's the way it goes. So 1400s. So if that was Dracula, because the painting is made to kind of look like Vlad. So 1400s to now. That's how old D is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, D yeah. is like 10,000 years old, like plus. What? He's an old motherfucker. No doubt. You know, it's like, holy shit. I mean, if it's, you know, Dracula's, he is half son. It's not like a, a step or two down the road. Say it was actually his son. Yeah. D is 10,000 years old at this point. Man, if I had, like. <laughs> so it's like, even if D is somewhere down the line in Dracula's line. Yeah. Right? Maybe he's not a direct Dracula. The way that Magnus is freaking out, it's like he is his direct son. Yeah, or, you know, his direct half. But maybe he's a handful of generations down the road. 
That still means D is probably like two to five thousand years old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's older than the count he's fighting. He's more. He's stronger than the count he's fighting. Like right now, you know, it's like. And, and the count realizes. The count finally knows, and it's just like gets fucked up. Yeah. I mean, he tries to fight D, and he's just like, I'm vamped out now, man. He's like, another trope in anime. He hit his final form. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, okay. being somebody that's not used to anime, yeah, that's how this works. Okay. Right. So, and it usually goes back and forth a couple times. Sometimes, like, the good guy will will upgrade, then the bad guy upgrades, then the good guy hits his final form and fucks everybody else. Like when that shit, like in like Dragon Ball, where they're like, ah, yeah, no, yeah. Like That's what's going from like, Super Wah! Saiyan 1 yeah. to Super Saiyan 5. Yeah. Right? So it's just like... But that's a that's that's also what came from, like, this anime and, like, Japanese, uh, like, culture and, and cartoons and shit. Of, like, that... Like, second forms. Yeah. Think about Pokemon. Have all these, like, evolution... I don't know shit about Pokemon, but I know they right, evolved. Yeah, right. right? Like, Digimon and shit. Like, a bunch of their cartoons and anime and shit is all about, like different forms like yeah. leveling up and shit and it started even way back here like D start he's powerful but it's like his human form and then he's like alright I'm gonna quit fighting and I'm just gonna go ape shit yeah <laughs> he like you know hits his power button and that's a that's a common thing in anime yeah so Giuseppe Maillard from Wicked City go. yeah right? oh yeah yeah he's a human that's just like he's really old he's a mystic you don't know he's just like being a dick or whatever and then like <clears throat> well, he's gonna turn that shit up. Yeah, <laughs> like he hit his final four. You know, it's like the dude that grew back. Yeah, yeah. It's all there's like always a, a, a next step. It's not just a sum of time. It's almost always like that. Makes sense. <clears throat> so yeah, D hits his final form and, and fucks the count up, and then it's like, oh yeah, it's over, done. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like, and that's basically it. He fucks the count up. And there's a really cool scene where the head gets splatted, and yeah. Some really like violent deaths that we've just not really covered, but they're like, like what he what the count does to Regenzi is awful. Because Regenzi the whole time is just basically like doing anything the count wants. Oh, okay. And it's yeah. just like, and then at the final time when he tries to use that candle on the count. Yeah. Yeah. And he just fucking like telekinesis and splats his head and just like destroys him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. There's some awful bloody uh, death scenes that are super cool. Well, I've been splatter in these animes too, I've yeah. noticed, which I'm okay with. I yeah. like that. They try to just get as <coughs> graphic and as intense on all levels. It's like, all right, well, if somebody's going to appreciate that too. Yeah, if somebody's going to get their head split apart, let's draw the fucking brain matter and the, the goop coming out, the eyeballs popping. The, yeah. Let's draw the whole thing. And it's like, that's also why I love it. Yeah. How could you not? How, yeah, as being a horror kid and a, and a cartoon, yeah, know, it was like this might be the greatest thing. Ever. And also, I mean, just, it's just and, and also, you know, like D's D's a pretty cool cat. I mean, like he's you know, like you said, he kind of keeps cool collected man is like the epitome of D. You don't really you don't really hear him raise his voice no much. If he he goes by that, uh, you know, soft carry, uh, soft walk softly and carry a bit. That's pit. right. Yeah, because yeah. it's like if D has to raise his voice. You don't want it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's going to try to calmly, you know, hey, let me just, I'm just trying to save that girl. I could save you guys a lot of hassle. He's I'm not, not here to kill you. Yeah. I'm here to save the girl. 
Like, okay. D knows he has a big dick, but he's not going to brag about he it. He ain't going to fuck with it unless you make him. <laughs> then he's going to show you. You're right. going to learn today. Yep. <laughs> and that is his one, like, weapon. Is he has just a really long ass sword? Yep. Um, his weird hand <clears throat> that it, it works like a vacuum too. Like it opens his mouth and can like suck in stuff. Because when uh, when it does, I mean, it sucks in dirt. It's like like a, I mean, it does. How close a friendship is that they have? I a man to hand relationship. I mean, D might have got. I doubt it. These uh, these two regiments. I don't know, man. Yeah, he, like that. that hand talks a lot of shit. Maybe. Maybe. Shut up. Maybe. Anyway. Might have to. I mean, I you know. never know. But a really cool scene. <laughs> Sorry, uh, folks. <laughs> with one of my favorite, like, weird creatures in this, it, from the Count, at some point when he's, when D is fighting the Count's monsters, there's this thing. looks kind of like a, a cross between, like, Gollum from Lord of the Rings and a Hunchback. And he's got all these little holes on his back, and he shoots spiders out of them. Right, so it's not the character named Gollum, is it? No, that's that huge uh, thing. That that thing is a cool thing to talk about too. All right, so in this same time frame, though, yeah, D um, is actually trying to cross the bridge, leaving the count with the girl, right, uh, before yeah. he goes back and actually kills the count. But <clears throat> there's a thing called the Golem. Not Gollum from Lord of the Rings. I just compared that. But like, so there's a little thing that looks like Gollum that shoots spiders out of its back. Right. And Ugh. he shoots all of them at D. He's like, man, and shoots like a, like 50 spiders at D or whatever out of his back. And D's hand just kicks into vacuum mode and just oh, that's eats right. all yeah. those spiders. And yeah. it's just like, now what? And then D just cuts the thing in half. Like he just mows through him. And then, but this Gollum is a huge, I mean, like, uh, fucking skyscraper type of creature. And he has these big, uh, like, boulders that he catches on fire and throws them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so he's this big monster also throwing big, giant, fiery boulders. And he's just like... Not what? video gamer at all. No, because it's like, why, why is this in the council <laughs> castle? Like... Right. You know, it's just this big monster, demon, golem, you know, whatever thing. He sleeps under the stairs. We don't know. Basically, yeah. he like guards the, the moat. Yeah. You know, but just some cool ass monsters, man. Like, I don't know what the spider thing's called, but uh, golem is, is cool as fuck. Uh, and that's the only two, like, maybe real. It's not a gimlet, is it? Maybe. There's gimlet and chula. I think that's how you pronounce it. Two years. I can't remember what chula is. Gimlet might be it though. Gimlet. It looks like a gimlet, but either way, there's some cool ass monsters. Um, you know, as he's leaving, as but of course, D just you know, he, destroys him with a giant sword. Yeah, uh, but, but you know, like 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 I said, he, he's he, he doesn't like I said, you don't ever really hear him raise his voice, and he just even like when he's having like his 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 fight with the count, he's he's. Yeah, well, you know, like they're fighting, they're, and they're not he's usually... He's reserved, man. He's, he's, uh, just, he's just like, like when it's like a heated argument, whatever the fuck, and the guy's like, oh, I'm going to get you. And he's just like, well, you can really like think all you want, what you're going to do, but you know. <laughs> right. While he's like swinging at him, like kicking his ass, he's just like, dude, he's He, he slowly cool. raises his voice a couple times. Yeah, but not much. 
and he screams the first time that um, those sisters bite into him. Yeah, yeah. Ah! You know, he screams real crazy. <laughs> he does have a, I didn't remember yeah. how he screamed. Yeah. And then he grew, his teeth grow out and he fucking lays them out. But, yeah, he's a very reserved, because like you said, you know, he knows he, his power is like, I mean, he, he basically just decimates everything. Yeah. But he wouldn't have, he's like, you know, I ain't, the one time I'm not paid to go kill you, you know, because yeah. he's a bounty hunter. Yeah. But this one time he's there to save the girl, not, not, not kill the vampire. Yeah. And I mean, he, you force my hand, bitches. I'm just going to kill everybody. I'm going to bitch smack all you. <laughs> and does in spectacular fashion the whole movie, you know, after the thing. But some cool characters. Um, there's a weird doctor early on that's like one of the town members that uh, turns traitor. And there's some, I don't know, some like, uh, int- like story stuff that we just kind of left out. But yeah, that's some of the good parts. You see when uh, D loses his cool one time, yeah, almost one time, yeah. So, um, and her little brother's got some funny scenes. Oh the yeah, girl, that's right. Yeah, the girl that he ends up having to save. Uh, there's some like just some funny scenes and some and some scenes with the town's members mm-hmm. that are just funny and kind of cool, but like no not, one really knows how to take D. Yeah, they're not crucial to like the the main story, but there's just some funny just like side shit that's still in there that's like I don't know they make the movie more than just a a video game you know I mean we didn't talk much about it but like there is some other shit in there and a few like a little bit of love story a little bit of uh, you know intrigue and kind of funny shit apparently um, the whole the whole thing they wanted to do is when they, they they look at it as a dark future science fiction romance yeah for sure and the the mangas, there's more story uh, than one of these movies, you know, but which let's see, because I was actually curious of how many, how many of those were put out. Then I don't know because I think I, I was on it a second ago actually. Well, let's let's just take a gander real yeah. quick, out of curiosity, because I because like I didn't know that there was a video game it was a place that we talked about. Yeah. I remember trying to get the video game, and for a while over in the United States, it was hard to find. It still may be hard to find. I don't know, but but that'd be interesting. Yeah, well, I'd be curious to to uh, see how it played. Because back in the day, you we need man, we need to cover some more uh, horror games. But there was a game called D on PS One. It was like a weird horror kind of puzzle game. Yeah, and I thought it was this. Ah, uh, and uh, I was like. Well, this game's cool, but this is not D. Like, what the fuck is this? And then finding out that there was a game D in Japan that I couldn't get. Like, yeah, you know, was, but that's how I found out there was a game back in the day. I mean, that'd be a, I mean, honestly thinking about like the technology that they have now, and like like how some of these games just look so good. Yeah. Like, dude, you know how cool it'd be if they oh, actually yeah. do like a really badass. Quote me now. They're gonna run out of ideas in the next five years. We're gonna see a D movie, another D movie. I, I would, I would, that'd be cool. I just hope they do it right. Yeah. You know? uh, apparently, there are forty novels that have been published in the main series. Okay. With some, what was it? With some Besides novels com, 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 comprising as many as four volumes. They have sold over seventeen million copies worldwide, 
and make Vampire Hunter D one of the best-selling book series in history. So that's kind of cool. I mean, also, it also says it spawned anime, audio dramas, manga, comic adaptations, video game, as well as short story collection, art books, and supplement guidebook. That'd be cool to get the short stories. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, it's like D doing other D shit. Yeah. You know, because say if he is... Um, well, in some of that stuff, you know, I may have misspoke. If you... <coughs> well, these are just from the movie, but maybe some of these manga do tell how old he is. You know, like if he's a direct descendant, if he's like a few... You know, you may learn more about D as a character. Right. Through a lot of this stuff, which I now I'm kind of intrigued about and uh, may try to get on some of that. I mean... Uh, yeah. You know, because I don't mind to read the mangas. I don't, I don't care where I get my info. As I've said in many of the episodes, I love lore... I love learning about the characters, so it's like maybe you find out why he has that fucking hand, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or maybe he has other abilities. Maybe his fucking foot has a claw on it or some shit. Who knows? But like, it would be kind of nice to know a little something, like a hint here and there. I like that it's not known, but I, I do. I my, do like my that. for my own brain. I would like to know how he got it or why. Yeah, you know? My brain won't stop wondering it, for it years. It's, it's wondered since I was fucking twelve. It's, it's plagued Whitman his whole life. He, he must know <laughs> most of it since I watched this movie. I mean, which is like, like that it? dude in Dirty Harry. I got to know. I got to know. He's got to know. Yeah, but so but, a ton of novels, a ton of manga. So there's either. Well, there's way more story somewhere. More yeah. villains, more uh, more shit. I don't know. Which we will talk about here in a, in a minute. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 Hunter D came out in 85, right? Is that what we came out to? Yep. All right, cool. That, and it was... Cause the, the, That's what the back of the box is. 85 uh, when it came out and 98 when this cover was designed. Okay, right. So, so like, 83 is when they put out the... The First book biggest. series, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it's, so they were kind of riding on it for a minute, I guess. Yeah, and I guess a couple the, of years and then picked up. I'd say I'd say the movie, when it came out, was, you know... Because, I mean, honestly, if you look, like you know, like I said a second ago, like earlier that it's kind of, like, influenced. That's a lot of stuff. Well, there's... You know, so that's, that's kind of cool that, like, it's one of, like, the most selling You've seen books, movies you know. influenced by it that didn't even know. True. You know, I mean, like Castlevania, maybe, and even some of, like, uh, you know, from Dust Till Dawn, even the way it's, like, a kind of... A, a fucking westerny vampire you know what I mean it's like even the fucking movie vampires except the, for sure I mean if you look at the uh, Thomas Ian Griffin's version of the bad the bad vampire in that right looks like he could be vampire hunter D and or like the fucking bad you know yeah. Of, uh, yeah. Lee you know like so, yeah a thing that puts a western feel with a vampire feel it may have some influence even our even our show near dark might have a little uh yeah, you know, feel to it as the you know, but anyway, like I said, it just bleeds over. Yeah, uh, this thing came out in '83. Yeah, people were starting to read about it. the movie hit. You know, '85 probably hit the U.S. a year or two after that. So you're looking at mid '80s hitting the United States. So D's been influencing you know media, even if it's on an underground level, yeah, kind of bubbling under the surface. For I mean, this is 2023 now. Yeah, I mean. Like, I've known a lot, like, that's one thing, is, like, I've known a lot of people, even, like, people like me, who, like, really don't get into to anime much. People haven't seen anime, have Well, I mean, hell, my, my, my copy of uh, of Bloodlust, which is the, the sequel, um, that was gifted to me from, uh, with a handful, like, a box load of fucking DVDs from Josh. Yeah. Um, my guitar player. And, um, uh, 
and he's not an anime guy. Right. You know, like whatsoever. You, but, you got it from Josh. I was just like, what the fuck? I, I mean, he's never. Yeah. Like, I totally forgot that he even owned that shit. Yeah. Like, you know, but like. It's, he probably did too. Right. But he's a horror guy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, D bridges that gap between. Completely. You know, because where Wicked City is maybe a little too weird. There's too much sex stuff in it to really hit mainstream. And it's like, some of the other horror anime is maybe too extreme or whatever. D's right there. Yeah. It's bloody, it's extreme. You even get one titty popped out. Yeah. You know, or, <laughs> so it's like... But nothing too... <clears throat> no, no, no. It's like, it completely makes sense in the scene that happens. And it's not like, there's no sex stuff. There's no... There's no demons uh, breaking Yeah, there's people. no rape scenes. There's no crazy... I don't know, just... It sticks with an old school... Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it's like... Quote, unquote, a, Dracula type story. Yeah. And so it bleeds over to where if you like horror films... Even if you don't like cartoons, you don't like anime, you can watch Vampire Hunter D. You get, I mean, it, I, got, you, I mean you get sucked into it pretty quick. Yeah, the, the story's, story's good. cool. It moves. It's a fast pace. It's animated well. And another thing, that's why I love these too. Like back in the day, this is all hand drawn shit. Yo, yo. You know, what I mean, in 1985, these motherfuckers were just sitting down and drawing this shit with a hand, no computer shit. You know what I mean? It's like hand drawn was all. I mean, it's. Akira is hand drawn. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it was some of the shit they do in the other man. Like they can't, sh- they can't replicate now from what those dudes in Japan was doing in eighty five, eighty six with computers and yeah. look as good. I so agree. I mean, it's it's like, yeah. you know, there's some like, especially in this one, it, that uh, the basement scene is the most complicated drawn scene in this whole thing. I think of all those things dripping. And, oh and yeah. And shit. I mean, it's a. As somebody, if you're an artist, if you're a fucking gamer, if you're a comic book guy, Deep Bridges, all that kind of, it feels like a video game, it looks like a comic book or a movie. Completely, yeah. It's a horror film straight up. It hits all those gaps and it's like, I don't know, it's just, it's fucking awesome. The animation, it also reminds me of uh, real Ghostbusters. Like, some of the monsters in it too remind me of like, some of those little, eh, you know, those little creatures that like, you know. You don't think the dude Slimer and shit you know like, think about Ghostbusters it. in like 89 yeah you don't think they heard about D or maybe watched it already true you know what I'm saying it's like true there's all kinds of weird shit that gets and this is stuff I'm just now learning like and really get like thinking about like yeah there's a lot of influence from a Deep lot of these that horror things. knowledge man like yeah, yeah. like it's kind of crazy uh, yeah I mean real Ghostbusters and even um, I mean some of the a bunch of the cartoons like that that we, that we watched as kids I mean, because real Ghostbusters had that 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 look. Um, fuck, there was others I was thinking of the other day. Oh fuck! Well, I mean, like even like down to Eon Flux. Oh, and, for sure. And you know, they came along. You know, later, they, they came out like, much later, but yeah, oh, yeah, they, they you know had a similar look to it, a little more crisp at that point. But, yeah, I mean, there's a ton of anime now that like borrows from from this idea. I mean, even like stuff like Attack on Titan. And uh, oh, yeah. Demon Slayer and shit like that that are, uh, you know, in Castlevania, you know, it's a back and forth, back and forth. It's like the game influenced the movie, influenced the movies, influenced the guy. Like it's these, I mean, potentially everywhere. Yeah. As far as a lot of horror or vampire shit goes. Let's hope for, uh, <coughs> let's, let's, let's hope that uh, Whitman's prediction's correct. Next five years. The way they're doing reboots and kind of rehashes uh, and and hopefully, knock on wood, the, the way that horror has been doing well 
maybe we'll just keep on that good trajectory and we'll get a good version of some cool old shit that maybe needs uh, some light shit to it, you know? Get, give us give us a, a really badass movie and or a really badass video game. Yeah. Like, I'm not a gamer. You're so not I a gamer guy, but... I hope a movie or at least like uh, some new graphic novels or a new uh, something that I can partake in a little bit, you know. Or so. shit, fucking series. I mean, we've got, we've got a bunch yeah. of good ones, so yeah, I mean... Netflix is killing the anime right now with Castlevania, Doro Hidoro. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of Demon Slayer, but I've heard really fucking good stuff about Demon Slayer. Um, just a ton of good anime and stuff too. So yeah, that make a D series. Yeah, I'll fucking I'm in. I'd, I'd say whether they're doing so well with bringing those, I think that would be Potential. a good. Hey Netflix, I'm putting it out the universe. If you hear this, some I mean some new stories, some backstories. Well, all that I stuff. mean look at how much lore they could use. Exactly, like forty. Yeah, we know that there's forty, 40 novels. fucking novels. Yeah. Um, Man, yeah, I mean, and they're only made two movies? Yeah. Dude, ton of novels. We need more. We need more yeah. D. Need more, need more of that D. <laughs> With that being said, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Graveyard Talk. Um, we've been talking about uh, Vampire Hunter D, the science fiction, horror, romantic thriller uh, anime that yeah. apparently took the world by storm there for... For a minute, and, and, and it's still, and even now to this day, like, it's still right now as, as a lot of people's favorites. Yeah, a lot of young young kids don't know, you know, that are in anime and shit, but, like, if you get an old anime head that's, like, anywhere between, like, 30 and 50 years old right now, they yeah. know about D. Oh, yeah. They know they about, know about D. D. <laughs> this D in particular. Um, so... We've been talking about that one, and so now it is at that time where we are going to give our tombstones on this yeah. one, and then for a bonus, a for, a for a bonus, we're going to yeah. talk a little bit about the sequel, Bloodlust, because why the fuck not? And there's only two, so we're going to cover it. Yeah, why not? Uh, go first. Tombstone? Yeah, tombstone. A fat fucking five. Yeah, man. For me. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, it's all my marks, man. It's nostalgic. It's cool. Uh, as far as like in style and in story and it's like it's got all the shit I want I don't know it's perfect to me I, I you know I, I think I'll give it a five as well that's surprising uh, but I'm happy about it for, for the simple fact that like cause like you know I, I hadn't seen it in a long time whatever uh, like years and years and years and when we rewatched them recently um first one especially what we're talking about like I was like it, it's still like I was pretty, pretty all right with it. Like it just kind of holds up, holds up good. Well, you know, I like the old school uh, factors of like we, we we've talked about with, with the you know the whole quote unquote Dracula. Yeah, tropes like and Dracula's set in the western. You know, it's like throw some sci-fi gear in there. Yeah, some, you know, it's like how could you not like this shit if you're a horror kid? It's a fun one. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun yeah. one. Uh, so I, I we, we both give it a five on this, and yeah. and it's and. and, and it, Definitely is a classic. Yeah. So, you know. And you can watch it even if you're not an anime fan. Exactly. If you just like horror films. Yeah. You know, and just, you know, if you can watch a cartoon, if you can watch animated things, but like, you don't have to be an anime fan. Right. You know, you can, as long as you can watch the Smurfs or fucking G.I. Joe or some shit, you know, and be cool with an animated picture, this is a cool ass horror film. 
So. Real Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like that kind of art, I would say that that's very yeah, similar. it's realistic. There's no fat lines and no, you know, goofy shit. And, yeah. I mean, there's a few little funny you know, goof parts, but like, I don't know. Makes sense. Well, with that being said, now we are going to move 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 a few years later. Yeah. Uh, to where Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust came out, which it came out in. This was much later. I remember. I was in high school, I think. Uh, two thousand. Yeah. Um. It. Well, to, it, I guess it it was it was first premiered at Fantasia Fest um, on two in two thousand. And then April 2001, it was released in Japan, and then it came to the States in Two. uh, 2001, so in the September 2001. So, okay. kinda, yeah. Um, and, I mean, even then, like, uh, the, the people were really fucking happy about it. I mean, oh, uh, man, a few this, years yeah. later, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially the, the especially the, the, the old schoolers that were like, oh, shit, all oh, right. Oh, dude, when I, I actually seen this copy at Walmart, Right? I mean, I was in high school, uh, let's see, it's 2001, they said, so I was a junior. Mm-hmm. And I remember, none of it, I was with a couple of buddies, I remember it very distinctly. I was hyping it up so much. I, I didn't even buy it. I, I was broke as hell. I didn't even buy it. Yeah. But I was with a couple of buddies, and they hadn't seen the first D. Right? And so I pick it up, I see the D on the cover, and I'm like, maybe it's just like a a new cover or whatever yeah the moment I realized it was a neat a new D movie yeah I fucking flipped out I was like oh fuck god I mean man we gotta watch this <laughs> we gotta, you know <laughs> and so my buddy just bought it on my hype yeah you yeah. know of the f- first one and we went back and watched it and was of course I was I was super stoked because I mean I was Jones and I for the first one they yeah. were stoked because I mean they'd seen anime by now we were in high school and stuff but it's like they hadn't went back and watched that one. Yeah. So they're like, all right, man, let's go look. Vampire Hunter doing crazy shit. Let's go back and watch the old one. So they like, got some of my buddies into older anime. Hell yeah. And just That's like, plus. had me hyped up about a new one, you know. But I remember specifically at Walmart scene, I'm like, for one, it's at Walmart. Yeah. Blew my mind. For two, it was a new movie that I, I you know. And back then, I mean, there's no internet. Yeah, right. It just started. I mean, you know, it wasn't like the way. It Not everybody out. had it at the time. Well, and it, it like, didn't news didn't travel like it does now and there wasn't like reviews everywhere and shit so it's like the only way I was getting my horror knowledge was through Fangoria right right and so if I didn't read it in there as many of us did right and if I missed an issue that they covered it or whatever fuck I mean we just didn't know it existed so yeah um, I don't know it's uh, it's weird to think about now yeah getting your knowledge from a, a basically a newspaper yeah, you know, a horror newspaper instead of the internet. I mean, just like getting into bands. I mean, it was yeah, it was, it was magazines and yeah. I mean, hell, I hate God's my favorite my favorite band, and I knew about them because Phil and Zelma would always wear their shirts live. That's it. You just got you know? knowledge through, which I think almost back then was more an organic way to get it. Yeah, because you got the knowledge through other people and things that were in your bracket. Yeah, which is bad because maybe it should be widened or whatever but like you found the, the shit that you truly liked yeah because you're like well I, you know my buddies bought D because I was hyping it up so then they find this anime you know and I don't know just you found I hate God from a, a dude who likes t-shirt that was in another band yeah you know and talking about it or whatever so it's like you found it through the right channels you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and now it's a little it, it's everywhere it's harder it's harder to find the shit you really really like 
Yeah. Because there's so much. Right. And back then, well, we didn't get the bombardment, so we didn't get as much stuff coming in. But if you found it, it was something you really, really liked, probably. Oh, yeah. You know, so. I mean, it, it, it it was always more special when you found either a movie or a band or whatever when you're flipping through a magazine. Right. You know, there's pros and cons to having. Yeah. You know, technology these days to know about everything but like it's like you said I mean it's just like god damn like okay back in the day like okay there was like three bands I would just discover you know or like this movie would come out or whatever the fuck that like it came you know it's like I had these choices I didn't have like 50,000 of them thrown yeah. at me all, all at once I, I could go down the line and just be, take my time and now if you actually like if I was a kid now trying to get into horror movies Dude, I have an anxiety attack. Where do you start? Like, where do you, I mean, where I do you, I do that you know? sometimes now. I'm going through Netflix and I don't watch oh, a movie. Oh, well, yeah. Because I'm like, man, there's, there's 2,000 horror movies I haven't seen. Where do I start? <laughs> right, And I don't yeah. watch any because there's too fucking many and I don't know where to start. Yeah. Or I just go back and watch an old one because I love it. Yeah. You know, so it's the same way if I was a kid now. It's like, dude, I only had the, the video stores options. Fuck yeah. Which may have been a, a decent amount. But that was all that were, that was there. We had two video store rental places in town. That was the limit of my, and half of those overlapped, you know, as far as what they had. Right, so yeah. So that's your choices, but I don't know. It's a, a, a beautiful fucking thing about those days. And what's sad about it is, is well, maybe a few of you have no idea what we're talking about and you'll never get experience it because you got fucking Netflix. Um, to we're we're going we're to drop it on when we do our uh, video store. Fuck yeah. Uh, episode that's but, right we'll get to that in a minute right now let's get back to, to yeah, bloodlust here uh i mean it, it's not a, a great amount different than the first one as far as like story-wise and, right because d this is just another tale of d yeah right despite it was 10 years difference in real life i mean it sounds it's like just, a pimp movie <laughs> the tale of the d. tales of d right but it is it's literally just like the, I mean, it could have been the next day in Dee's life or whatever, but yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just another story. Uh, there's a powerful vampire named Meyer Link. I don't know why it's the name, but <laughs> the first one is uh, Count Magnus Lee. So they just pick. Right. I mean, they just have random. What's people. that? That sounds a whole lot more. That's that sounds more like that sounds like a vampire more than like the, Meyer Link. Yeah. Yeah. My, Meyer Link. Right. Meyer. Meyer Link. Right. So, uh, powerful vampire, he is paid to uh, track down and kill this thing. Um, and he has to find, uh, what's her name? He has to uh, find... Charlotte. Yeah. Right, so this vampire has abducted Charlotte Elborn um, from this town or whatever, and so D's on the hunt. And that's, that's basically the start of it. And he yeah. tracks down uh, Meyer... And, um, yeah, the the father that's the 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 father hires him. Yeah, and that's when actually because that opening scene that's when all the guys have their guns on him, right? That yeah, I was gonna say that's that, kind that of funny because cool he rides in, you know, like, like a, a fucking cowboy. That yeah, he is. the desperado, you know, he rides in on his horse in this like broke down kind of uh, kind of. Western kind of bunker. It looks like a, it looks like, like Alamo type. I was gonna say like Alamo you know? light. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So it's kind of brickwork, but it's kind of busted up and stuff. But you hear these guns, and there's like uh, the scene, you know, is from uh, 
kind of a wide angle so you see these guys behind pillars and under beside rocks and shit and they've all got their guns trained on D and he's riding into town and they're all nervous yeah of course they are nervous about D yeah and even though D doesn't uh, give away that he knows they're there yeah he knows they're there we know D knows they're there he can smell them he's like we know from the first one he's yeah. Dracula's kid like he He's got some juice. Like, he doesn't, you know, he's not worried at all, but... Which, by the way, I don't know if we mentioned that, just in case you couldn't figure it out. That's where he is a half-breed. That's the reason why he's able to move around during the day and night. And also, he covers himself up pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we didn't cover that. We didn't cover that part. Just go ahead and throw that in there. He can be in the daytime, but he is... He wears a wide-brim hat and a huge cloak, and, like, he is always covered. Yeah. So, it's like, he can be in the daylight, but direct sunlight never really hits him. Right. You know, so uh, he's still going to get fucked up by daylight, but he you know, keeps it wrapped. But right. He's uh keeps the D wrapped. Keeps, keep, <laughs> hey, keep the D wrapped. Public service. Announced. There we keep go. Keep the D wrapped. But, <laughs> so he rolls in, and, uh, you know, yeah, this, this dad pays him to bring his daughter back at any cost. Yeah. If she has been turned, kill her and bring her body back. He wants to know, Yeah. you know where she is what happened whatever um, which of course there's a lot of controversy with his men about that because they're all like what are you doing like, da, da, da. he's like I don't care I want my daughter back you're right. all assholes fuck off you're gonna bring it you know back here uh, whatever but yeah. yeah so and he's like alright <laughs> I got this I mean you know here's some money as a star he says he'll pay the rest you know when he brings her back yeah yeah and uh, he takes off on the fucking quest and um, there's a uh, scene before you see D of just this uh, black carriage uh, with a coffin and these horses being drawn through the night and that's Meyer in his casket uh, and it, and he has Charlotte with him so it's you just see this casket kind of go through the night as like a clip scene but that's so he's in the route he's just on the road too <clears throat> and then D's on the track and then um, you go to a clip of the Marcus Brothers yeah. So the, this is the whole reason why, that's quite a bit different than the first one. Uh, D, they're not really partners, but he has some uh, competition. Uh, essentially, he's like a vampire hunter, you know. And there's like four of them. But uh, there's just a, let's see, the... Bargoff, that's the, the leader. Yep. Uh, let's see, the Blade Master Kyle. Yeah. The frail, physically bedridden psychic Grove, right. and Leela, a woman who holds a grudge towards vampires. What's the big hammer guy's name? Oh, Nolt. My bad. Okay, I was like, I know there's one more. So there's the five. Hulking Nolt. The yeah. Hulking Nolt. So sounds about right. Yeah, uh, Nolt is my favorite, even though he gets uh, killed early, uh, earlier. The chapel looking motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So he's this huge, you know, Hulk of a of a character. He has a, cro- a white cross painted on his face, and he carries a big hammer that, on the flip side, is a is a stake. It's a big wooden mallet that's been hammered on one side down to a to a point. Yeah. So he's just a big fucking boss of a, you know he's just splatting vampires apart. Like instead of a stake through the heart, he basically explodes their chest. Like, yeah. When he hits them. So he's and, go big or go home, right? And so uh, Kyle, which is funny, Kyle, Kyle. Such a I mean, out of all these names, you get Kyle, Blade Master Kyle. 
But either way, it's seriously so Borgoff, Nolt, um, Grove, Leela, and Kyle. Kyle. But he's got some Kyle. cool blades, uh, you know, typical just like build, normal looking dude, but you know, super uh, blade expert. Um, what's the leader guy's name again? Keep saying that. Uh, Borgoff. 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 So yeah, he's just kind of the leader. He's like, like a also black metal band. Borgoff. He's a. Uh, <sighs> Also, pretty big dude, but he's like the the head of the the brothers. Like he's he leads. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember what weapon he has in that, but uh, I think oh the the crossbow on his arm. Yeah. So he he has a ton of uh, crossbow ammo. He can shoot this uh, crossbow super quick, and he's got a ton of ammo. There's a couple of cool scenes that looks like uh, like the three hundred scene of all these arrows coming down oh yeah and just spiking them all through the head and the neck yeah and yeah arms. And so he's got this cool crossbow uh leela has some guns um and then uh grove which grove to me is the other cool one um which okay set up all these the whole crew runs around in this giant kind of armored up uh it's bigger than a single car, but it's not quite as big as like a, a tank. Or I mean, like a, a semi truck. But it's like one of the thing looks like thing out of Land of the Dead. Yeah, if, if most of you guys have probably seen Land of the Dead. For uh, the love of fuck, I hope you have. Right. So their their big um, what is that? The wrecking machine. What is the uh, the reckoning? The reckoning. Yeah. Yeah. So that that big thing that they shoot the sky flowers out of basically is what That's this cool. thing looks like. Yeah. A big mobile bunker that, you know, has weaponry, has uh, light sources to burn the band. It shows Protection. The, yeah, all kinds of just, you know, stuff. But anyway, so this Grove character is one of the brothers that's inside this thing as like a, he's basically as a husk. Like, he's just, like, super emaciated and just, like, on life support and all this stuff. So his ability or his power is basically to kind of manifest or separate into like a psychic being or like a almost like a ghost yeah um and he basically just has these fucking lasers it's I get it's energy it's not it's not technical at all but he just has it's hard to like describe but he manifests as a ghost with all these little bubbles around him essentially yeah and they shoot out as as bolts of energy and he just wipes out I mean, just tons of these vampires, basically a whole town full of shit, just destroying things. <clears throat> and so, I mean, that's just the, this whole crew of vampire hunters. And D comes across them along the track from Meyer. Yeah. And so they kind of run into each other, and they're like, oh, shit, that's that's the famous D. Like, So his, his reputation definitely precedes him. In uh, Yeah, like, aren't they like... Aren't they slightly starstruck, but not, but also kind of just annoyed also? Yeah. They're like, oh, well, they're kind of like, oh, fuck, D's on the hunt, so we got to pick up our game. Right, yeah. But the leader, he's just like, oh, shit, that's D. Like, he's he's kind of excited and kind of, uh, you know, awesome. Yeah, well, the other guys are kind of like, we don't understand the big deal. Right. It's like, oh, no, that's, that's the famous vampire. That's the famous D or whatever that he said, you know. Um, so you have, you finally get to see other... Uh, bounty hunters in this world you know and it's like uh, it just kind of opens the world up a little more like, like, uh, like well let's see 
like uh, the mutant Barbaros, Barbaros, Barbaros. Oh yeah. Shapeshifter Caroline. Yeah, these are Myers. Hands uh, mini bosses and stuff. Yeah. You know, like we said, this is you know kind of similar to the first and kind of similar to the to how the way games work. Yeah. You know, you have the mini bosses. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you know all the way up to Meyer. Um, and in this, there's a little bit of a twist because you find out that the, uh, and there's a hint of it in between that the, uh, what's her name? Charlotte mm-hmm. actually went with him because she wanted to. Yeah. Not because she was kidnapped. Right. And she so, was in love. Right. Yeah. So there's where some of the romance or whatever comes in on this. And the fact that, like, uh, it's all a ruse. Well, it, well, it pretty much, it's like, these just mis, been misunder, or been, been mis, misled. Misled, there we go. And, yeah, she has went of her own accord yeah. with uh, Mr. Meyer Link. And so the whole, I don't know, it kind of turns it on its head a little bit there. As far as... Uh, His name just fucking reminds me of baloney. Absolutely. And Meyer Link. <laughs> right. Like a little sausage. A little sausage. <laughs> we, so, I mean, and that's that's pretty much the gist of that. They go through, a, like, a little fight, but um, she is she is there because she wants to be, so it changes the whole uh, schematic. Yeah, because yeah, then, you, then you just have a bunch of, like, pissed off and annoyed fucking, like, bounty hunters. Like, everybody's kind of pissed at the situation because, like, well... Dee can't really do anything because I mean she's there because she you know what I mean so you can't kill her and you can't just drag her back to her parents house because yeah. you know and you're not paid to kill the vampire you know you're not so it puts D kind of in a in a little bit of a conundrum yeah you know but no uh yeah is that about, like that's around the time that well, when you find out that's because that's she is like because Duder's about ready to die or he starts talking about dying and she's like I'll kill myself if you die or whatever yeah yeah and he's already killed many bosses like this almost thing like yeah he mostly a couple of Myers soldiers and then then you you know basically it's revealed completely yeah it's like oh shit well they love each other and this is uh I've been a whole mistake. This whole thing has been, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been a whoopsie. It's really just been about her dad wanting to control her. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it really is. Essentially, like, it is. That it's like uh, she wanted to just go and just be. I mean, okay, maybe her choice of man wasn't what you'd expect, but that's right. usually how that goes anyway. <laughs> right. It is like the, the stereotypical, like what a dad does, but to like the worst degree. It's like, oh well, you ran off with the bad boy. The bad boy happens to be a powerful ass vampire. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, well, I guess I just got to deal with that. Yeah, my God. son, my my son-in-law is a fucking vampire. You know, but yeah, hey. like, well, <coughs> I mean, you know, it, it in a situation like that, it may not be as bad as it sounds. 
Well, it's like depending Meyer on isn't doing anything necessarily. He really isn't. He's kind of just like he like he's he's like I got this chick that I really care about. She likes me too. Right. She's got to sneak around because of her fucking dad. He's just trying to live his best vampire life. And uh, now I'm an asshole because I'm now a kidnapper and now I got to fight these like, guys and all this shit. Right. It's like yeah. well, I'm sure he's killed a bunch of people, you know, but it's like at this particular point he's not the bad guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like. In my uh, my world, uh, the dad is the judge of this movie. Right. Right? That's so, always bullshit. Right. If you don't know about Judds, see previous episodes. Uh, but, so you think he's doing good. He's trying to save his daughter. He gives D money to go do it. Like, he's not yeah. even trying to just send D out on a... On a he's not trying to send Kindness of his own heart or whatever. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm going to give you some money. Bring my daughter back, alive or dead. I just want want to make sure she's taken care of. Blah blah. <laughs> well, because of that, a bunch of these random like mutants and other creatures that not necessarily had to die, they killed them. Right. He was almost going to kill Meyer, which was just fucking doing vampire. Shit. Yeah. Like wasn't even not even the problem necessarily. So it's like this girl's dad is the judge. Like these this whole set of of events got put in place because of this dude's jealousy over like trying to control his daughter right. basically now there's some yeah okay running off of a vampire is probably not the best idea but <clears throat> he's under the guise of a good guy and gets all kinds of people killed and almost killed because of a really kind yeah of, you know you know not, what what actually would be a cooler ending if uh if all right, all this, all this shit's gone on or whatever the fuck, and then D finds out, you know, she's it's not really what the dad was made it seem like, and then like they're like getting ready to fight, and he's just like, wait, so that's, wait, that's all you're gonna, that's all you're doing, like it's, because you're just doing vampire shit like me, and you're just kind of just chilling, like I am a vampire hunter, but, well, he's also paid, you know, right, he's, he's yeah, like, you know. And they just go back and then just they all decide just to fucking slaughter everybody at the Alamo place and just get the old daddy man. At least the dad. No, nah, but everybody have to die then because all the guys there, well, the guys, yeah. they all have to die. That would have been the that would been the kicker of it. I mean, they ain't D style. It wouldn't be yeah. less people. It wouldn't be D style, but uh, if I was a vampire in that situation, like you know, I'm just annoyed enough to be okay with this. Let's let's go ahead. You all be happily and, and all that shit, and we're gonna go and you know, rip your. Well, the way, I mean, the way it played out, he essentially got paid to do nothing, though. Because he kept old dude's coin, the first bag yeah. of coins. Yeah. That's like he got all that money for Still got the money a little bit. I mean, he, right. killed some, he had to kill some shit, I guess, though. Not necessarily nothing, but... Yeah. But again, things that didn't really have to be killed. The Judd, man. The Judd. Her dad. Here come the Judd. Here come the Judd. The Judds are hidden in all kinds of weird shit, but he's the Judd of this. 100%. Shh. One one day we're gonna have to we're gonna have to put out a book, and it's gonna be it's gonna be the many Juds, uh, yeah. uh, from from old women over here, or it might be our official book. There's a handful. Yeah, you could probably could do a whole book on the Juds of, of, of different films. I've picked out maybe about a dozen or so. But. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so that's that's basically like the the, yeah, the gist of I it. Mean, I don't know, the, the main thing is just like more vampire fights and you see the brothers and, you know, it's not, it's still the same world, like I said, it's 
even though there was a long time in between when we got them in real life, this is supposed to pick up at some point relatively after the first one. I mean, you know, it's in the same time frame. It's not, yeah. Um, his outfit looks a little different, but it's all the same shit. He's still got a big sword. He's still got a, the demon in his own, or the crazy face in his hand. and uh, Still a soft-spoken man. Yeah. Vampire guy. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing that, that I will say uh, when it comes down to this one is, uh, of course, you know, it was made a few years later. Actually, uh, it was made, it started actually like uh, in 97. Yeah. It started, it began production in 97. And then they didn't get, get around to it there for a minute, I guess. And then, boom, it yeah. came out all the time. Uh, but is the the quality of the picture is a little bit more crisp the art's just a yeah. little bit more like it still looks like it still looks like D and it still has the same feel or something. That's, that doesn't change but it has more of a you know lines are a little more clear in the drawing you know in, in the animation there's, there's uh, it's just clarity there's a little more clarity it doesn't look See, I it like doesn't. It. it doesn't look as 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 uh, gray. No, as what's the word? Dirty, because the first one kind of has like a, like a slight dirty yeah, feeling bit. to it with certain parts of it. A little bit. And this one just has more of a more of a clear. See, yeah. I like the first one because of that. Right. And this one is a little. You know, cleaned up, and this one also the more modern and it like anime well, this look. Is probably kinda. not hand drawn. You, you know think I mean? so? You think I, so? I, this one, I don't know. I mean, it's made to look very similar, but it was also probably uh, at least somewhat computer animated. I would say, being yeah. uh, maybe not being in the late nineties, maybe not yet. Because I mean, I would I would almost be willing to say because like, at that time it was like yeah, it was right on the cusp between hand drawn and, and shit getting really uh, computer animated. Oh, and just for anybody if anybody was wondering, uh, the story of Bloodlust comes from um, the third novel, uh, and it's uh, Demon Death Chase. All right. Yeah. It is kind of cool to know that it's from the third novel. Yeah, so they've 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 pulled, you know, right. they've pulled from that. So I mean, it would be about cool. It in the, yeah, in the first chunk of it, uh, which that would be that would be really cool. I mean, if they were to to actually do something like that, you know, they got plenty of other novels to pull from. They can skip this one. You know, the next. You know, yeah. But the same people that put this out. Were the are the same ones that finally got the right? I guess it's uh, I can't pronounce the name, but like were the same people that actually ended up getting the rights for Wicked City and all that shit. Well, it was Urban Visions that released the. Yeah. It says director Oshiaki Kawajiri. Am I saying that right? That's closer than I can probably do it. Yeah. And, and production company Madhouse producer. Matt, whatever the fuck his name is, I, Yamamoto wanted to pick up the rights to Madhouse's Wicked City during the discussion about Wicked City. Young, whatever, heard about the new Vampire Hunter D film and wanted to not only get involved in the video distribution, but also in production and possibly theatrical release in America. Okay, there's that. All right. 
I just have to get a good read on that real quick. Oh, yeah. So uh, I bet he or they own pieces of Urban Visions or whatever. Because I know some yeah. of this uh, Bloodlust, it's still Urban Vision that's uh, the distributor, distributor or whatever. I'm trying to see that. Yeah, it would be interesting. I was. I would like to be able to say if it was, if it was hand drawn then too oh, or not. Right. Say that's, there's. I'm not seeing anything what it's saying. But we can do an update on that because I'm kind of curious about that myself. Yeah, I might have a little more yeah. more on that because it'd be interesting. I would be willing to say that this one was still hand drawn. I mean, it's real close. But I don't know because it's almost a little too crisp. Right, but. And it's around the time when yeah, they started doing that more. Yeah, like late nineties, early two thousands is right when like even the cool anime started being done with computers. Yeah, because it's faster. Yeah, it may not look quite the same, but it's faster. <coughs> but yeah, I mean, but that's yeah. So that's story. so yeah, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, part two. Part well. Bloodlust is yeah. it's Vampire Hunter D Part Two. Yeah. Um, what, what do you tombstone this one? Mm, to me, I still like it quite a bit. But to me, it's like a four and a half. Okay. I don't know, and part of it is just the nostalgia. It's. It doesn't just hit me the same as the old one does. You know? Right. Um, I like the little bit dirtier looking anime. You know, this one looks good and it looks looks right in the right vein. I mean, it's, it's pirate. It looks good, good yeah. Uh, but, watching, but watching Vampire Hunter D on VHS, I'm holding it up like I'm showing it. Right, yeah, right. But, uh, but you, you know, there's... Folks, you see this VHS? Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, as I now I'm putting it back down. Um... <laughs> But what, like watching the VHS, there is something because like, it has it gives off that same, yeah, even it's just, more. And I don't know, to me, but I do love the brothers, like just those other characters, right? I think that is a really cool addition because in this world that that D lives in, I mean, if there's if vampires and like these monsters and things take basically run the night, yeah, there is gonna be other vampire hunters, yeah. It's like other car salesmen or whatever. There's just going to be other people that do this job. And if it's over the whole world, they can't kill all the vampires. Right. You know, so there's just other people, other Van Helsings, if you will, that are like, hey, man, I'm going to kill vampires for a little bit. You know, there's just, it's cool to see this group of, like, family, um, I don't know, just other vampire killers and shit. It's just cool to me. And, like, they're, they're pretty unique as far as how they look. You know, like the big dude with the hammer, and like, even though the blades are kind of a—that's a pretty normal thing. Even the well, way yeah. he draws them, where they spin almost like helicopter blades and shit, like yeah, you know. But the the ghost guy being the psychic stuff and the big hammer—I don't know. It's like I just—I don't, don't. I like when the crews get together. Yeah, and like gather your forces and shit. And I think that I don't know. It's just cool. <laughs> like, like it, I, I hate to even actually use that as an example, but like I can't help it. But like. With all the, the bounty hunters, all that stuff, it kind of reminds me of like the Expendables, no, where it's yeah, like all of them come together yeah, and take. Yeah, that's totally it, man. It's like I like that movie, and that movie sucks, mm-hmm. but it's just it's fun. It, I don't know, like boost you up when you see like all these people are good at their shit, 
and they're coming together to for a common goal. It's like, why the Avengers movies work? Those movies are goofy as hell. Yeah. But people love comic book stories because it's like, all the boys are getting there. All the, everybody's getting, you know, getting yeah. their shit right. It's like, and they're going to go take on, you know, a bigger threat. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know, it's like a, a team building movie or something. I don't know. It's like, I don't know what you call that, but it's just like when the, when the team gets together, I think that's a cool. There's always a little competition kind of yeah. thrown there too. And like when each of them have their own special abilities. Yeah. And their own traits. Like, if you have five ninjas, well, that's not near as cool as if you have, like, to me, you know, well, that's pretty cool. But, like, right. if you have, like, a fucking ninja and a demolitions expert and a fucking espionage dude and a sharpshooter and a, you know what I mean? You put that together as a much cooler story than just, like, a couple of commandos just blasting everything. Right, yeah. I don't know. You got, it's like the G.I. Joe thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, even they, you know, they have all those guys, but you have Shipwreck that knows all these boats and shit, and you have Snake Eyes that's a fucking ninja, and you have, you know, it's like, it's the different abilities coming together, which is a cool thing. Or like, if you're a wrestling fan, like, you know, when genera- like the Generation X started, you know, like that kind of shit, where like... Yeah, you know, right, because you have like, I mean, Shawn Michaels, who's, he's the, the high ropes guy and the, and the kicker, and then you have Triple H, who's like a more... He's, like tougher dude he's like, a sledgehammer guy he's yeah. a sledgehammer guy yeah. and you have Michaels who's like the top rope dude and you have China's that's the fucking you know the guard or whatever you I don't know it's like yeah it's the same deal the group comes together it's cool yeah I don't know you just want to see groups of like specialized people do some shit it's like you know, uh, yeah like well but even I mean I know where you can go on forever but there's but like even like aliens you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. have those different characters that have those different, like, abilities. And those well, you got to think, you know. even in real life. Yeah. All right. Like, I like to take photos. Yeah. But if there's five or six photographers, well, we're going to be fighting over the same angles or maybe the... Yeah. You know, like, we might... It's cool to talk to other photographers, but, like, that's going to be my specialty. Whereas, like, all right, you're a singer. Yeah. Or you're a writer. Yeah. Like, that's your thing. So, if, like if we got together and I'm taking pictures of shit and you're writing about it and then we got somebody else who sings and then we got somebody else who like is a sculptor or whatever like we can make a a whole different art project than if you just have two writers yeah or two photographers you just bring in all these specialties and make something cool even in real life so it's like it works the same oh yeah Expendables you got fucking Statham doing his fucking drop kicks and you got you know, Terry Crews just blasting shotguns and shit, but it's like all these... Terry sp- Crews is in that, isn't Yeah. It? It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I fucking love those movies and they're silly as hell. Uh, <laughs> but because of the group, I like yeah. seeing them, the group come together. Everybody's man. got their specialty. Yeah. It's cool. I don't know, Monster Squad. All, yeah. I mean, just there's thousands of... of like examples. Goonies. Goonies. I'm getting a fucking tattoo. I'm getting the Goonies skull. Like, Fuck yeah. I love it. You know, it's the same type of shit. It really is. Um, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Vampire Hunter D, one and two. There you go. Uh, highly recommended to horror people. Yeah. If you're not into anime and stuff, as I'm not a Oh, this is the fan, same one I like as the first one. Yeah. You can watch the second one and not be an anime fan. Yeah. It's just straight up like vampire killing and yeah. monster hunting and shit. Like you can just dig it as a, as a horror fan. So, if you're a little lyrics about the anime title, but you dig horror, check them out. Yeah, I look past it. I, yeah. I, I'm getting ready to, to check out that new 
uh, horror thing you were telling about on Netflix. Oh man! Yeah, I was I was noticing it. Yeah, Edo stuff, man. They're doing a yeah. For those of you who don't know, we're on anime for a minute. Yeah. Uh, check out. I don't even know if it's good yet. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. It's already on there, but I know the book it comes from, the stories it comes from. Junji Edo is wild horror from uh, Japan, and it's uh, it's so fucking good. I don't know anything about it except for the fact that everything I've heard. Well, I don't like. I don't know. I don't know who Ito is except I know who Ito is <laughs> because I've had to hear from this guy, uh, and I, I'm I'm excited because it, it sounds really fucking cool. Yeah. So you know, uh, but yeah, definitely definitely give him give him a watch. I'm um, definitely gonna do a run of it. Oh yeah, uh, because I if it's bad, I'm gonna give it hell. Right, and it's gonna be Netflix's fault if it's bad because the stories are cool. Yeah, so. I don't know, man. I'm going to watch it either way. If it's yeah. good, I'm going to hype it to the heavens. If it's bad, I'm going to just, I'm going to tear it to shreds. So. So it's planned. It's going to be, that's going to be a show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One man. way or the other. Oh, yeah. Um, well, shit. Uh, be back in just a second with our final thoughts and all that fun shit. As usual, we have the ending of this whole like thing that we do called the podcast, <laughs> and uh, we've talked about Vampire Hunter D, one and two tonight, we've given our our, our our tombstones on that, and so now there's only one one more thing to do is to talk about the things that are going on. Self promotion, exactly in our in our in our <laughs> world, uh, and what we've got going on. Um, women, would you like to go first? Sure. Okay, go first. Yeah, I don't have any as much as you, I think. But uh, I got I'm a, few, a little lighter these days. Yeah, right. A little lighter than the load. But I got a couple shoots planned. Uh, Jupiter and I still, we haven't got, she's been working like crazy, even though we live in the same house now. Uh, I hardly ever see her because she works so much and we have weird hours. And uh, it's like right now she's in bed and I'm going to go home and walk the dog. And then I won't see her until... Who knows when, you know, but anyway, so we're still playing the Velma shoot. Uh, I got a cemetery lined out and I got a pretty cool library. It's my own library, but I've moved a bunch of shit to where I think I can get some cool shots that look, uh, you know, pretty cool, pretty hot. You can show some butt and a little short skirt and shit. Show some butt. I mean, Jupiter got a good butt, so we got to show that off. That's what, that's her, that's her thing, you know, so, uh, but in those pictures of Velma, she's always like been over looking for glasses and oh, shit yeah. like that. That's what Velma has too, so that's what we're trying to do. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the only like maybe horror-ish related shoot I got. Um, actually, my friend Megan, uh, May, my other friend Megan, if that's a thing, but <coughs> she may be doing some kind of uh, bathory uh, shoots, like uh, you know, yeah, for uh, Camel's bathory or whatever. So if I can get that lined up, I may have another shoot coming in pretty soon, but. Um, oh, that's, uh, hopefully solo podcast and then um, maybe that's about it if we do some music shit yeah I was going to say uh, we, 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 there's talks yeah. we're, we're in talks so, uh, doing but some photos I've been editing a lot of stuff and a bunch of shit will be coming up uh, soon some old Halloween pictures um, I don't know there's been a couple of shoots that I've been behind on editing so those will be up on uh, Whitman Photography on Facebook and then Whitman on Instagram and Deviant and Twitter and uh, Patreon not Patreon yet uh, Tumblr so there you go yeah Whitman Whitman yeah. So I got Whitman Whitman the ladies love him 
Um, Shit, I wish. <laughs> um, Single up there, ladies. If you do, hit me up. But <laughs> everybody I loves a whip. Um, all right. So what do I got going on? Will um, first off, Bastard Sons with Judas Goat, my band. Um, we've been recording uh, since the end of last year. Uh, we're, fin- we're 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 about ready to finish up the recordings. Um, had some had some snags. Um, to where it's kind of just taking up just a little bit, but we're we're right back on schedule with things, um, so we're hoping to have that stuff out, out here soon, uh, at least at least in the next couple of months, because uh, we got to mix it and all that stuff and it's all done. Um, and then we've got a really cool collaboration that we're gonna be doing after that with uh, our our buddy that we're just going. He's just going by the name Father Salem. Uh, some weird doomy psychedelic shit. You'll see. Uh, got a few shows going up uh, next month, February 23rd, Magbar in Louisville. We're playing with our, our buddies in Kiarn and uh, 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 Ape Vermin, which we played with once before, and they're pretty badass. Uh, definitely a show to check out if you're around the area at that moment. Um, and we're playing the Riffs, the Fists of Riffs. Uh, it really is. Thank you, Saul. Good old Saul from uh, uh, Art for the Blind putting together this cool little two-day music fest thing going on at 21st Amendment um, on May 12th and May 13th. Um, all kinds of good bands. You can go to our page. Look who all is going to be there. There's tons. Um, all good local acts from around the area. Um, and then I might be going and taking some cool pictures of everybody. I, I would say that is definitely we'll be something you should do. That's the other thing I like to do is travel photography, kind of like on on site and stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Ink out festival and shit, and if I can get some good pictures of you guys plus uh, some of these other a lot of other good bands. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll be cool. Fuck yeah. Um, and then we just now added another show um, with Devil Be My Judge and uh, Untold Relic, and there's another band I can't remember who it is, and that's also going to be at 21st Amendment, and that's going to be on July 1st. Uh, we're not doing a whole bunch of shows this year. We're going to do a few in between recording because we've got a lot of shit that we're wanting to get taken care of. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> podcast-wise, of course, you know, Nasty Nation and Graveyard Talk. Duh. Um, and then I've got uh, I've got one video, and, uh, one visual podcast that I do uh, with a couple of guys uh, called Video Store Clerks. Um, and it's on uh, every, every Wednesday at 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time uh, on YouTube. Facebook, um, Spotify, you can hear it on there as well. Oh, yeah, with the band. Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Bandcamp, all those places. Ooh. Check it out. Uh, but Video Store Clerks, yeah, uh, check that shit out. It's uh, We always have a lot of fun and talk about horror movies and all kinds of weird horror movies, actually. We're just like, we're not pinned down to just horror, I guess. Uh, so it's all over the place. Um, but then, we only want horror. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, I like a little bit of everything, but I prefer horror than Um And then, uh, yeah, that's it. I have nothing else to uh, to to promote. Um, I, but I will say real quick that you might be wondering where I'm not saying tell us in the podcast and all that shit. Done. Uh, like, there's there's been some some personal things that have come to light, and I've backed away. And I'm kind of being made to back away further. So, who knows? But right now, that's not even a thing. But that's that's my official statement on that shit. 
Uh, fun times for a year and a half. Uh, yep. Uh, but you know what? In the words of old Axel Rose, nothing lasts forever in the cold November rain. It's not November. But you get the point. It is at least raining. Yeah. But I will leave you on this note. How do you feel about the D?